welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. We hope that this episode is helpful to you. Hey guys, welcome to the Watermark Student Podcast. We are back for season two and so excited to have you here. I am Kaylee Wright, joined today by your local youth pastor, Jermaine Harrison. Here I am. Austin Mankin. Here I am. Here you are. And today we are joined by student guest, Tyler Sharp. What's up, guys? Hey, Tyler, go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit to the audience. Hey, guys, my name's Tyler Sharp, and I'm going to be a senior at Highland Park High School. Go Scots. Go Scots. Tyler, thanks for joining us today, y'all. We've missed you. Uh, We took a little break after season one, and we are back um, better than ever for season two. And we're starting, uh, it's fun today, we're starting part one of a dating series, and we're looking forward to talking to you, Tyler, a little bit and getting your perspective on that. But before we dive into the topic we got to get to know each other a little bit better, right? And so icebreaker question, we're going to get to know one another is, hey, share share a pet peeve. What's something that really irks you that Mm -hmm. that you're really passionate about? Share Mm -hmm. a passion point with the audience. And so, Jermaine, go ahead. Give us your passion point. I'm glad to be here to share my passion point. Um, If you're listening to my voice, uh, I hope that you um, uh, ascribe to this passion point. Many of us, too many human beings, are slowly poisoning their bodies with the deodorant that they're using. And I submit to you that you should throw away whatever deodorant you have in your, you know, in your cupboard, in your bathroom, and replace it with Thai crystal deodorant. Mm. It is all natural. It works with your body to prevent odors. It's a, is this a paid sponsorship? Are they paying you to say <laughs> this? deodorant? You heard it first here first. Because you can find it at your local central market okay. or on Amazon on the wow. World Wide Web. Well, Kaylee, I have a passion point that I am so passionate about. It recently it. happened to me a couple weeks ago, but whenever you go to a concert or an event and they give you those wristbands with a sticky thing on it, totally. and then the person placing that band on you mm. misses the band, it oh, hits no. your skin, and for the rest of the night, you are literally getting your hairs ripped out <laughs> from this band, and it's annoying. It almost ruins the entire night. I Absolutely. can sense the passion from you. As you're, it is as you're very, uh, very passionate. And so uh, I'm just saying people need to be intentional with the placement of that band and make yeah. sure the stickiness does not reach your skin. When we start back up those large events, when those large concerts. events, if they ever happen, let's go. So good. Tyler, what about you? What's something you're passionate about? Okay. I'm speaking to the guys with medium <laughs> length hair that use hair gel. I'm telling you right now, Use a hair dryer. It'll change Wait, your life. Wow. It is. Hair I, dryer I, for I am, guys. I am on air saying this. I am unashamed. <laughs> unashamed. Use a hair dryer. It'll dry your hair off faster. You don't have to worry about your hair staying in the same position while it's wet. So mm. it maintains mm. the good look. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, hair dryer makes it f- faster. It's more efficient. Yeah. Just overall, it's good. You Not heard just for it girls. here first. Wow. I That's love that one. That's a good passion point, yeah. I am very passionate. Thank Haley, you what that. about you? So glad you asked, guys. A passion point that I'm really getting behind these days um, is that people have got to stop um, trying to bring others into their miserable experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about this. Ooh. If I have a friend who takes mm-hmm. a drink of her drink and it is horrible, the first thing she says is, oh, my goodness, you've got to try this. No, I don't want to try it. Mm. I don't want to be in on that. Yes. If they smell like a horrible candle and they're yeah. like, oh, you've got to smell this. Wow. I- no, I, I trust you. you. I smell trust it? you that it's bad. Yeah. Or or like bad milk or something, and they want you to smell that it went bad. Yeah, they're like, and ooh, smell this. Yes, and you're just like, I'm out on that. 
Yeah, I'm that pretty is a, passionate. That is Stop a, doing that a to me. very legitimate passion point. Thanks yeah. for sharing that with awesome. Thank y'all. You. Well, those are things that we're passionate about. We're also talk, <laughs> talking about dating today on the podcast and just this topic and idea of dating specifically as a teenager. And so most of you listening right now probably have this desire to date, which we want to say clearly is not a bad desire. Uh, but culture is sending kind of mixed signals on how uh, you should date wisely. And so we want to talk about just how we can date biblically. Now, the Bible doesn't specifically address the topic of dating, but it can inform the way that we date. And so we had Tyler on just to give his perspective on teenage dating, and we'll provide some insights along the way. But Tyler, we'd love to just start with you. Maybe uh, just talk about how does the culture, the teenage culture, just address this topic of dating? What are they saying about it? Right. So I think in high school, you see so many people get into dating relationships. And so I think the general assumption about it is that you're missing out on so much if you don't, if you're not in a relationship Mm -hmm. in high school with someone. And so Therefore, you have to you have to date to see what it's like. But I think that's really far from the truth. Mm-hmm. Something we talk about in Shoreline a lot is you want to experience more joy and less scars. And so I think abstaining from that, resisting that desire is what's going to benefit you in the long run. That's so good, bro. I mean, that that immediately makes me think of the fact that like a lot of people like view that, like you said, as a status symbol, you know, to be in a dating relationship or a way of proving their value or feeling validated as a human because someone else, you know, wants them or enjoys them so much that they want to be um, in a relationship with them. And man, the first thing I would say, as you, as you mentioned that is that your worth is not determined by whether or not you're in a relationship. Let me say that again. Your worth is not determined by whether or not you're in a relationship. So um, if you've never had a girlfriend or you've never had a boyfriend, you are still as valuable to the God of the universe as if you'd had several boyfriends or girlfriends over your time in high school. It's just a very low bar to determine your status and significance in a relationship. Definitely, definitely. Another way I've heard it said is just like dating is a process and not a status, as Jermaine was saying. And I think if we're honest, probably as teenagers, they treat it as a way to get intention, uh, attention from others Absolutely. and status, yeah. not a process of evaluation to determine, hey, who am I going to spend the rest of my life with, which is the second most important question you'll ever answer. And so treat it as a process of evaluation, not as a status to gain attention. Um, from others. And so um, my next question would just be on that same note, just how has your friend group specifically addressed this topic? Right. So I think there are different people that I run with. I think some people have a certain viewpoint, but a lot of people like Jermaine said, view it as like a status booster. So can I date the prettiest girl? Can I, in some cases, hook up with the prettiest girl that I can? Um, And so, I mean, I think that's really present in all our high school uh, especially later on, like junior, senior year. And I think that's something you need to be prepared for younger listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think when you just consider the life of a Christian and how scripture calls us to live lives that look different than the world around us, it can be really easy to only want to selectively apply that to things that you experience in your teenage years. But the, the fact that it applies to the way we talk, the way that we um, handle friendships and even the way that we like engage with people of opposite gender and like the way that we would date even is supposed to look different. Um, and yet I think there's a lot of confusion of how do I do that well and how do I mm-hmm. honor the Lord through this? But, yeah. um, scriptures told us we get to, we get to do it differently. Yeah. And I think it, it kind of goes back to, uh, if you understand the purpose of dating, like yeah. the person who's doing it for a status symbol or to, to feel significant is missing 
mm-hmm. the purpose of dating in our modern culture. The purpose of dating is to confirm, you know, your decision to get to know that other person and see if you would uh, want to choose to make that decision to spend the rest of your life with them. And so that's a very different decision than um, will people think I'm cool because I'm I'm dating the prettiest girl in our date in our in our grade, sorry, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just add to that, like important aspect of dating is leading yourself well. Um, and that you shouldn't move towards trying to date someone if you're not walking free from sin, because if you're not healthy, then every relationship that you're going to try to be in is going to be unhealthy. And so sure. focus on becoming the right person, as we've said before, and focus on the, you know, first Timothy four twelve that you are setting an example in your speech in your conduct in your faith and your love and your purity in all aspects um, before you try to move towards something that can even bring more temptation and more struggle and more hardship if you're not um, in a healthy spot. And so I'd love to hear just maybe um, how do you know if you're ready to date? How do you know if you can move towards that significant decision? Okay. So first of all, guys, I just want to be transparent with y'all. I did embark on a dating relationship when I was not ready, but I convinced myself I was. And, um, some of the red flags that just showed me I wasn't ready. I didn't talk to my parents about it before. Um, I didn't talk to my small group leaders or my community group guys or my small group guys. And I wasn't even transparent with them about the relationship and seeking biblical counsel during that. And that led to me hurting myself and hurting others around me. Um, so some of the things I'd say show that you're ready to date is that you're at a point where you're so secure in Christ that external expectations don't make you waver. Yeah. Um, and I think also when no factors such as the physical aspect of the relationship or the validation from another person of that gender have anything to do with it. And that was super present in my relationship um, that I had. So That's so good. And I think it's, it's important to stop, like based on what you said to be like, there are high schoolers that have dated. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want this podcast to just be everyone hearing like never date, no, no teenagers ever ready to date. Um, but knowing like, Hey, what are some tangible things that should or could be present in my life to know that I am ready? And like you're saying contentment and satisfaction in the Lord. And I think another aspect is just like the value of community and having people that will have eyes on your relationship is really something that's invaluable. Yes. I mean, I would, I would say like even stronger than that, like you're not ready to date unless you have a solid, um, group of people around you, whether that be a community group of guys or girls that, um, are courageous enough to look you in the eye and say, Hey, um, I think you're going astray here, or, Hey, I don't think you should be dating that person. And here's why you're not ready, or this is just not the right time. Or, you know, if you're not bold enough to have conversations with your parents, like bringing them in to the conversation about your dating relationship or your desire to, man, I think you're, you're setting yourself up for failure if you're not including people who love you and want the best for you in that in that uh, conversation. So dating in isolation is mm-hmm. so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think is is a recipe for disaster, unfortunately. Yeah. And I also believe like every, uh, the foundation of every good relationship is a friendship. And in high school, you have so many opportunities to create great, healthy friendships. And I think a lot of times we try to uh, you know, act now and feel like we have to date this person now or they're going to go away and the love of life is just going to, you know, not exist yeah. anymore. But I think really long-term friendships stand the test of time. And a lot of times these long distance relationships fizzle out 
because we uh, try to force it. But if we just as high schoolers realize, hey, we can create healthy friendships uh, that stand the test of time. And so eventually when we get to college or young adult years, we'll have a foundation to build a great dating relationship on. Then we can wait. So postpone dating to pursue friendship is what I would say. Um, so my next question would just be, what advice uh, have you received in regards to this issue, maybe from peers or godly counsel in your life um, about dating? Right. So one thing that my dad preaches on a lot is he says dating in high school either leads to breaking up or getting married. And so the odds of getting married obviously are really low with going off to college and that kind of thing. So you better it's better, best to not risk it. And then also I've heard um, you should date in a way that you can look at your girlfriend or boyfriend's future husband or wife and say, I dated them in a respectful way that is God honoring and um, in, in a way le- kind of left them better than you found them. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's so good. I love that point of like weighing the potential results of a dating relationship. And so, again, wherever you are, you're, you know, sitting on the couch, you're on a run, you're you're driving somewhere like you're not, you know, a terrible person because you're in a relationship, you know, in your teenage years. However, we just want to make sure that you have all of the facts and have the the best support system in place to set you up for success. If that's something that you choose to do along with guidance and encouragement from parents and family. And so like, I love what Tyler just said of like, Hey, one of the things to think about if you're asking yourself the question, should I be in a relationship or am I ready to date is man, are you weighing the potential results of a dating relationship? Mm-hmm. Because you know, you may end up marrying your you know, your, your high school sweetheart. And, and I know people that that has been the case, but I also know that unfortunately a lot of high school is filled with the pain and hurt, um, left behind by damaging relationships. Mm -hmm. And so like weigh those costs of the, the potential rejection, um, the broken friendships and different things that could happen. I'm not trying to paint this like doom and gloom uh, picture, but I do want to give you a realistic picture Mm -hmm. that most people who date in high school, you know, don't end up being, you know, married in the future. And that like that's that's a uh, that's a an exception to the, mm-hmm. to the norm, honestly. Yeah. And the thing about relationships are just so feelings driven. Yeah. We know that feelings are just not always accurate. You know, I kind of liken it as trying to read a book that's like really close to your face. You just can't read and see the text. Uh, and the same way when you're close to somebody and your feelings are involved, you just can't see the red flags and you lose discernment. So it's so important to have godly community around you, helping point those things out. A good proverb to this is Proverbs 14, 15, it just says, The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. And so it's so important to give thought to your steps and what you're being led by. Is it feelings that if you like someone, you should just date because it feels good? Or is it facts and wisdom that this might not be the best mature thing for you right now? And so you should push pause. And so um, maybe uh, just leave us, Tyler, with just one maybe last piece of advice you'd give, you know, any student listening. Right. The piece of advice I would give, I would say don't date a person just because you click with them but because before dating them, you can see the spirit of Christ in them. Mm. I love that. <laughs> that was a good an audibly, mm. <laughs> No, seriously. Yeah. I mean, uh, who you date matters. I think that, that that would be my last, you know, like encouragement to the, to the audience just because, um, like, like Tyler just said, like, um, you know, feelings can fade. Feelings can change. Looks can change. Looks can fade. 
But if that person is someone that is marked by a genuine relationship with with the Lord, man, that that can can last the entirety of a lifetime. And so look for the thing that that matters most, which is not fleeting, which yeah. is a genuine yeah. abiding relationship um, that you have with the Lord and that that other person has yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I just say is you'll never have more time than you do right now. And so your teenage years are an incredible opportunity just to develop your character and build habits and discipline that sets you up for success later on. And if you're not willing to invest in your own intimacy with the Lord uh, right now, then the odds are you're not going to do that uh, when you're dating later on. And so focus on those things right now to set you up for success later. For sure. That's great thoughts. Um, Tyler, thanks for everything you shared. And it's important that we are able to talk about dating and consider God's word and what it has to, to say about how we can walk wisely in a world um, that is broken. And so just kind of to summarize the thoughts, we know that dating does have a purpose, that the purpose of dating is confirming a decision of who you're going to marry. But even in light of that, your worth is not determined by whether or not you're in a relationship. And as a teenager, that is so important to remember that your worth is not determined by whether or not you're in a relationship. And when considering dating, we get to weigh the potential results of the dating relationship and knowing that who you date matters. And scripture tells us that in everything we do, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether we eat, drink, whatever it is, whether we're, we're dating or not dating, how we how we live our lives, um, we get to do all of it to the glory of God. And we're thankful apart from, apart from him, we can't do that. But mm-hmm. abiding in um, upholding God's word and in the context of community, um, we do get to navigate this world and all this brokenness uh, faithfully. And so that's encouraging. Let's go. Okay. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you, Tyler, for being here. It was so fun. Again, thanks for kicking off season two with us. Um, Anyone listening right now, if you have questions about teenage life that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, email students at watermark.org and we'll see you guys next time. Let's go. Thanks so much. See you guys.